0: Hi this is FBL Focal from YouTube. You may not be aware but I now convert all my videos into podcasts. You can find all the podcast links at linktree.com slash fplfocal. That's linktree.com slash fplfocal. Welcome back for another video. I was racking my brain as to what the final upload should be before the deadline as there's so much to talk about still. It occurred to me I've talked about the players on my watch list in a recent video but the last time we talked about players to avoid it was the start of July. There's so much advice bouncing around it's easy to forget early advice received and in actual fact the list has changed quite a bit too. Lots of players have left and lots of players have joined. If nothing else this one's just to make sure your team's in check. Right before we jump in I'm delighted to share that this season I've partnered up with Fantasy Football Scout. I've been a member for 5 years so it's a perfect match. The members area has essential tools such as the custom tables, season ticker, player comparison and team stats. Any stats I mention in this video I've lifted directly from my custom tables. I've actually made all of my custom tables used in my videos public as well so feel free to steal them. They're running a pre-season discount at the moment so join now with the link at the top of the description. I honestly can't recommend them enough as someone who's used them for the last 5 years anyway. Click the link below to sign up. First up is Martial. Up until yesterday he looked like a reasonable pun but in case you missed it he's set to miss Man United's Open Premier League match against Brighton after picking up a hamstring injury. It's a massive shame as he was in great form in pre-season and looked like a great differential. Cucurera's name has been everywhere this week. He was previously linked to Man City and then Chelsea, and some media outlets even confirmed that he'd signed for Chelsea. Bizarrely, Brighton then came out yesterday and said this transfer had not happened. He may still sign for Chelsea, but Brighton have reportedly got Cucurera training separately from the first team, so he's one to avoid with such uncertainty surrounding him. If he does complete the move to Chelsea, he could be a top pick in a few weeks. Barnes was subbed as a precaution in Leicester's final pre-season game. He'd been in good form, though yesterday he was spotted posing in a photo of Crutches. He might be fine, but Rodgers indicated in his press conference that the medical team needed to check up on him, so right now he looks like an unnecessary risk, and their fixtures aren't great either. Tomiyasu, White and Saliba are avoids for me. Against Crystal Palace, Arsenal should line up with White in right back and Saliba in right centre back. However, Tomiyasu is a quality defender and I do anticipate rotation this season. He's a right back which leaves a predicament as far as White and Saliba's expected minutes too. Arsenal have great fixtures so if you want to go there it's Gabriel or Ramsdale for me. Zinzenko not a bad shot either. In case you missed it, calvert picked up an injury and he'll be out for a month, possibly longer. It's awful timing for Everton, considering Rondon is also suspended and they therefore have no recognised striker available for the Chelsea game. Zaha's been flying in pre-season and one of the most informed players, however looking at the fixtures, he faces Arsenal Liverpool and Man City in his opening four games. It's hard to see him picking up many returns or justifying the price tag. He may have even dropped in price come game 5 on the fixtures turn, which is the time to consider him. Gallagher's a bait pick, as he did well on loan at Crystal Palace last season, and he's now listed under Chelsea with 140 points. It's unclear what his minutes will be like this season, and in all likelihood he won't start in gimmick one, and it could be Jorginho, Kante, Mount Havertz and Sterling. Certainly one to keep an eye on in case he does break into the first team though. Nketi has been exceptional pre-season, but it's clearly second choice to new signing Jesus. He'll be used by Ateta lots this season off the bench, and he may get the occasional start, but he's one to avoid without a doubt. Ronaldo's only played 45 minutes of pre-season football for Man United, and he's been looking for a move away for Champions League football. Even with Marcio out injured, there's no guarantee he starts against Brighton. It could be Rashford leading the line, or even Fernandes in the false nine role. Ten and a half mils way too expensive, and the money's better spent elsewhere. Spurs flashed the cash on Richarlison this window, but it will likely be second choice to Kulisevski, rotated at best. He's also suspended for Gemi ones, so he's an void. Havertz has looked poor in pre-season. Mount's been the most impressive in the Chelsea camp. This season Havertz has been reclassified as a forward two, so he'll get one less point per goal and no clean sheet points anymore. He can be a great player on his day, but for the same money I'd rather buy Jesus. I'd love for Bamford to get back to his best. Two years ago, scoring 194 points, he's actually looked solid in pre-season and leads to fairly kind of fixtures. But for me, it's all about price points and the value you get. They got it totally wrong pricing him at seven and a half mil when seven mil gets you Robertson or Cancelo, or seven and a half mil gets you Alexander Arnold. Therefore, it makes more sense to go big at the back than spend the money on Bamford. Greenburn and Taylor are the two most owned 4.5mm forwards. Archer looks likeliest to get the minutes and he's the least owned of the three. On top of that Greenman will be more susceptible to price drops with around a course with the player base owning him. Many managers could dump him if he doesn't play a single minute in the opening weeks. Last season I went into gimmick 1 with Scarlett from Spurs purely for this reason. Team value is crucial in the early stages of the season and it can have a butterfly effect further down the line. We've all been there when you had the perfect transfer plan and it's 0.1mm short. This one's perhaps a controversial one, but it's Perisic and Sessegnon. Conte was asked yesterday if Perisic is fit enough to start. Conte was very coy and he indicated that it could be either Perisic or Sessegnon. Regarding Perisic, he said he's happy to pay a bit of attention to give him the right time to adapt himself to recover 100% after his injury. But Gutfield says he's probably got a 75% chance of starting because Conte will want him ready for the Chelsea game in GW2. But it also feels like a big gamble for the Southampton game alone, because Gaming 2 you would rather bench him anyway. Personally, I've avoided and left the door open to get me 3 when Tottenham's fixture looked better. The other thing I'll say is that if Perisic doesn't play the 60 minutes, or doesn't start, then he'll be dumped by thousands of managers, as he's currently around 28% owned. Next up is Alisson. For me, there's much better value to be had on other Liverpool assets. I'd rate Salah Trent, Robertson and Diaz ahead of Alisson, maybe even Nunez. You never want to make keeper transfers if you can avoid it. And if Alisson looks like a mistake as your third Liverpool spot, it'd be a nightmare to get out of it. Vestergaard is the second most 4 defender in the game, with 10% of the game owning him. He's not expected to start, and he's likely third or fourth choice centre back, depending on if Fafana leaves Leicester. Nico Williams is the safest bet for the same price, Patterson next likeliest. Lastly, Man City's new signing Alvarez. He scored on his debut in the Community Shield, and he looks some player, but his minutes are a huge doubt, and Mares is likely to start ahead of him. Certainly one for the watch list though, if he can break into Pep's first choice team, he'll be attempting second or third forward. And that concludes the 20 players to avoid. If you found this one useful, please consider liking the video and subscribe to the channel for weekly videos to come all season. Share your thoughts in the comments there any other players that you think should be avoided. I'll be live around 90 minutes before the gimmick 1 deadline, streaming live from Fantasy Football Fest. Hope to see you then. Sports Social Podcast Network.